Hello, welcome back to the Inside the Life Non-League Football podcast. This is the second episode in our special series, talking to those in football who are part of the LGBTQ community. On the pod is Ryan from Proud Terriers, an LGBTQ supporter of Huddersfield Town. We discuss his upbringing in football, his work with Huddersfield and Rainbow Laces, and the future of football for the LGBTQ community. And I hope you enjoy. Well, first of all, thank you, first of all, for um, coming on to Inside the Life of Non-League Football Podcast. I know it's an, traditionally a non-league podcast and a video platform, but I like to do these specials sometimes. And I think it's very important, obviously, it being Pride Month, that we cover um, the LGBTQ plus community um, and their involvement in football. And we'll talk about yourself today. Um, obviously, your formation of Proud Terriers uh, of Huddersfield Town. We'll get to that in, in just a second. Um, but first of all, what I usually like to do is get people's backgrounds and I just kind of want to get your background in football. I mean, why Huddersfield Town, first of all? And and yeah, just what, what got you into the sport, really? Yeah, so um, I'm obviously, you know, from Huddersfield. So this is my hometown, you know, you know, you know hometown. And um, growing up, um, part of a, kind of a big football family because this, I was kind of introduced to football that way. Um, and then obviously, I remember going to my first game with my dad um, and I just got hooked since then. I just love, you know, it's just been something that I've always known and I've loved football all, all, pretty much all my life, kind of thing. So, so, so yeah, that's kind of my background in the sport. Um, and yeah, I'm very, very, um, you know, yeah, I, I just, you know, every year I kind of just seem to love it more and more um, as I start to grow up a bit more and start to understand it a bit more, you know. Um, and and yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of how I got into football, really. So you started growing up, would say, with your dad. So I guess really young age. And you know, yeah. how was how was your match day experience always been? I mean, compared to to put it sensitively, of course, obviously. But since you know coming out and before coming out, um, and bit get involved in proud areas, I mean, has there been a change of noticing about match day experience? You're not experiencing any like negative things, not necessarily against yourself personally, but just comments flying around on a match day, nothing like that at all. Yeah, absolutely. I think that obviously before obviously I came out, you know, I can see the big difference here. There's a massive difference because uh, the reality is here is, is that, you know, yeah, okay, my average match day is positive, but there's also some challenges and difficulties that I face along the way as well, you know. Um, like I say, um, kind of experience, like, like I say, experience homophobia first hand in general, um, you know, not directly towards me, you know, but also kind of, you know, experience, on, you know, towards me as well. Um, I just think, obviously, the language that's used in football, you know, it can be very intimidating, the atmosphere. Um, and I've kind of always said, you know, this, that I love football, but I, I really hate this, the environment that surrounds it. Um, that's kind of to put it, you know, to put it out there, really. Um, I just feel like, you know, be you know you, you know being different in football you you kind of get frowned upon a lot you know uh, I feel like it's as if you're not meant to be it's as if you it's, it's as if you know some people's attitudes or some people's kind of demeanor kind of kind of makes you feel like you shouldn't be there you know and that's just not a nice feeling at all as you can imagine um so yeah um that's kind of to sum it up that's how I feel well um I was speaking to uh, Ben Watkiss yesterday. He's obviously a coach, uh, former coach of Burton Albion, and we were discussing things like society, obviously the big things, and how football 
intertwines and it comes from society. You say you've had some negative experiences on a match day and some comments. Did you put that down to a lack of say, education about what people are saying? Is that just a toxic masculinity thing? Or, or is that, you know, just because it's football, if you can get away with it a bit more, even though you obviously shouldn't, but is, is it, do you kind of think like that? Yeah, I, I, def, I definitely think it's a bit of both, really. I think education is massive. I think that some people, you know, people just aren't educated on this kind of thing, you know, and I, I accept that and I appreciate that. But there's, all, there's two sides. Like I said, that's, the, that's, that's one side of it. But the other side is, is people just kind of, some people just go out just to be malicious and, and, and they're showing intent just to try and offend people, you know what I mean? So um, th- th- there's two sides to it, really. Um, and I, th- I, th- I think that obviously the education side of it, the people that, may not realize what they're saying is the people that uh, are not you know you know exactly you know thinking like they're doing anything wrong but you know just not thinking about what they're saying maybe uh, but yeah um that's my view on that really um of course i've huddersfield town supporter um you founded proud terriers uh, just just first of all if you have a brief background on you know what led you to to form the group and and obviously the reception that the fan base as a whole to yourself and, and the rest of the group that you've received, really. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously when I started to kind of, kind of come to terms who I was kind of when I came out, I started to experience things, like I said earlier, um, like you know, things on the terraces that, that really made me feel really uncomfortable, actually. And I, you know, like I, said, I felt really passionate about, you know, campaigning for this change in football because I felt like the, you know, the state of football w- was really bad and it still is bad um, and I wanted to make that difference you know I really did I wanted to y- y- you know uh, help others but make a big difference to push for change because uh, and uh, like I, said, I also felt kind of inspired uh, by seeing other LGBTQ plus fan groups at the time because like I say I've always been kind of um, on Twitter quite a bit you know so I kind of got to know other fan groups and I thought you know what I would love to bring one you know to, to the club that I support and uh, I felt really empowered by seeing other people, people's journeys and, and you know, people's fan groups out there. Um, so, so, yeah, that's why I felt I really needed to, to, to do something because, you know, I'm passionate about it. I believe strongly in what I, what I think. And uh, I, I ultimately, like I said, I just wanted to, 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 to make a big difference and help others, really, because I felt like that was the right thing to do. Um, so, obviously, um, you were saying kind of, how kind of I was received, um, kind of thing. Um, yeah, like I said, from the football club's perspective, from the very first day, actually, when I set up the group, it didn't take them long to, to reach out. It really didn't, um, which meant a lot to me, of course. Um, kind of over the years, we built a relationship with the support services. Um, so like I said, you know, if we've got any ideas or anything, um, kind of we have meetings every season, you know, maybe a couple of times if necessarily. Um, and whatever ideas we have, um, they'll always try and help us. And, and they have helped us along the way, you know, in terms of, you know, promoting what we do. You know, we, we've been on the website many times um, and obviously in the programme. Um, in terms of, you know, the supporters, yeah, <laughs> it's been quite overwhelming, actually. Um, it really has because, you know, the kind of, you know, the kind of following that we've got on our social media platforms now just keep growing and growing by the day. But, you know, I, I, you realise as you go around, you know, you know, following, you know, other field like, like I say, week in, week out, home and away, 
um, you get into conversation with people and you know the kind words that I've kind of had from people is really <laughs> a lot to me because you know you know to me it just really strikes you you know when you when you feel like you know pe people respect what you do um, and really appreciate what you do as well so yeah uh, the support has been amazing because um, they from I say specifically LGBTQ plus fans. Um, yeah, it's been really positive as well, to be honest with you. Like I said, I've kind of had numerous conversations with various people, you know, like I say, um, and, you know, people, you know, not specifically to the person, but obviously to um, their family. Um, and they was kind of saying to me about how, you know, obviously their sons didn't really feel able, you know, they didn't feel like there was a place in football for them, but seeing a group like mine, really help them to maybe encourage them to get into into it and, and really try and get in, you know, to go to a game. Um, and that was really powerful for me, actually. And it kind of kind of speaks volumes that th that that is the impact that I want, you know, I want to help with and I want to do because, it, you know, it, it's just powerful for me and it makes what I do um, on a day-to-day -day basis worthwhile because, um to, to change people's lives like that, it, it, it just means the world. So yeah, um, that's kind of how I've been received, um, and it, it's just going absolutely fantastic. Really. Well, that's that's brilliant to hear, and of course, we want to see more LGBTQ plus people to feel safe and feel like it's their environment. And you know, everyone's invited. It should be everyone's game, isn't it? You know, we want everyone to feel they can go to a game at least, if not get completely involved. So that's brilliant work you're doing there um and also to add a question on top of that is i know it's a bit potentially a bit vague absolutely not solely your responsibility to do that um but in terms of making the game seem feel more safer feel more accessible for lgbtq plus people as a whole i mean what can we do in involved in football and in terms of society is it just keep working on the progress or is there things on a match day for example you know, clubs and that we, we can do to make people feel even more inclusive yeah I, I mean there's quite a lot of things i want to say about this one mm. uh, i think that you know it's a bit of both really i think that you know um kind of everyone kind of has that power to be an ally you know no matter who you are no matter how you know big or, or small you are kind of thing and uh, it's all helps you know um i think you know in terms of kind of you know looking at social media side social media has become massive hasn't it nowadays and i think that you know having having that kind of promotion of kind of lgbt lgbtq plus uh, stories um kind of posting support uh, is, is really powerful um you know like i said when when you're at football you know obviously kind of you know if you hear anything like it's deemed home for i think that you know you have to do the right thing and you have to you have to call it out as i say um whether that like i say there's various avenues you can go down with but when i say call out i don't mean you know call it out and kind of you know uh, put yourself at risk because mm -hmm. i know how intimidating how difficult it is but the facilities that we've got at football clubs now i know that a lot of clubs have you know they have the text line so if there's any issues you hear anything you, you know that makes you feel uncomfortable there's that number you can text and it will be dealt with straight away um you know like i said kick it out of a fantastic feature on there on their website you know where you can support it um and like so there's various avenues you can go down to call you know to call out so yeah i think you have to do that i think you have to do that more uh, you know and i think that a lot of people are feeling able to do that now there's various ways to do it because like i say i appreciate that 
it's not easy to, to, to confront anybody about a situation, to be honest with you. Um, it just depends, you know, you know, how safe you feel in that moment. So yeah, please don't please Um And the thing that, you know, obviously from a fan's perspective, I think attitudes need to change drastically. They really do. Because, you know, I know that this, this education, education has to, has to kind of happen here. But if, if, if you think about it, you know, the language that is used in football, um, I think that, you know, you know, things have to change here. Uh, and fans need to be more mindful of it, you know, going forward, if I'm honest with you. Um, but yeah, I think that that's the kind of things that, that we that you, you can do. But like I said, football clubs are getting better. I just think you need, you need to try and kind of, you know, provide that inclusive stadium, you know, that people can go to, you know, as well as the football club have got a duty to, do, to, to help with that. Um, so yeah, um, that's kind of where I stand with those things, really. Cappuccino are proud to support and sponsor Inside the Life of Non-League Football. Here at Cappuccino, we want to raise awareness and funds for mental health support through our passion for speciality coffee and a simple reminder that self-care is not selfish. Please check us out on Instagram when you get a chance and also if you're ever at a Didcot Town game and why wouldn't you want to be, you'll see us on the shirts as we're proud to be involved with the club as well. Thanks and enjoy the rest of the show. So it was obviously important to, I say, make sure that say, if clubs got safe spaces, they got text systems. That's obviously brilliant. Um, I've not been aware that, that that's a thing. So that's cool. That's that's great to learn that, that that's a thing. That's obviously important going forward. And I say we'll, we'll jump on to I think the next bit, which goes back to your uh, to the proud Terriers group again. Sorry, is um so involved in rainbow laces. Um, that's a campaign I've known about for a little while. I think it's been going on for a good good few years now, isn't it? Every November and December. Um, tell us a bit about your, your involvement with them and, and how they've helped both your, yourselves, Proud Terriers, and just what they've we've been able to do together. Yeah, absolutely. I think that this campaign, by the way, has made a massive difference. It really has. There's no doubt about it. I think each year as well, it's got better and better. You know, it really has, and it's just got bigger and bigger as well, which is which is fantastic. Um, um, our involvement, obviously... Um, we always, you know, every year we um, kind of um, get some laces through the post from them. Um, about, I think it's about 50 free pairs or something like that. Um, and yeah, we kind of do something uh, around it on our match days at the club. The club kind of over the years have allowed us to, to have uh, the, um, you know, like a stall kind of thing uh, at the stadium, you know, outside. Um, 
so we've been able to give out laces um, every year, um, and also kind of um, promote what we, you know, kind of promote, you know, kind of we've got our own merchandise now and things mm-hmm. like that, and have merchandise there for people, and um, also kind of distributing um, some kind of um, leaflet about, you know, rainbow lace and things like that, uh, because it can be really helpful you know, to, for people to read about it, because some people don't, you know, may not be aware of it or may be, but you know what I mean? So it's important to, 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 to recognise this. Um, like I said, the campaigns are fantastic. And like I said, Stonewall, obviously at the forefront of this as well. Uh, they do amazing work all year round, uh, for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's so lovely though as well to see so many kind of, you know, professionals and, and you know and people come together and support this as well and um, we've seen some fantastic stories over the years uh, about obviously uh, and people just coming out in support you know like we, we talked about allies earlier and you know and, and play and you know professional players that that come out and kind of show support um, you know that you know the likes of like john henderson and, and, and you know and Neuer at Bayern munich and and there's Connor Cody at Wolves. There's all there's all, there's so many names that have come forward, and and, really, and that's really powerful and really helps uh, the cause for sure. But yeah, that's kind of our, our involvement in it. Um, and yeah, we always um, but we always get involved every year. Um, and um, you always see so many powerful stories as well. You know, throughout that time as well. And we 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 always you know post our content out there you know to, to you know so people can read them as well because if i find something really powerful i think that many others will as well so um kind of doing that as well kind of involves the rainbow laces campaign as well so so, so yeah that's what happened really. that's excellent that's brilliant and i'm obviously i'd like to get a pair of laces i'll show my support and, and definitely when the time comes again and and you obviously referenced there some powerful stories i mean it doesn't get i suppose more powerful than so the likes of Jake Daniels, um, Josh Cavallo, and the two referees in Scotland, uh, Lloyd Wilson and Craig Napier, the most recent four since um, Justin Fashnews, what, 30 odd years ago. And I say with powerful stories and player support, obviously Neuer, uh, Henderson and, and the likes have been really great with, with everything they've been doing. F- is it make a difference now finally having, say, idols who are active in the sport? I mean, how significant a step is that going forward to have say gay players and officials you know to look up to and say okay they're, they're playing now that's that's great yeah it's absolutely massive it really is now you know and you know i think that all these names you mentioned are very inspirational for sure um obviously jake daniels you know when i saw this story about jake it really was very powerful for me and very emotional because I've kind of longed for that role model within football and never really had it growing up. So, but I can still have it now, uh, and I can still look up to him now, even though I wish it would have been, you know, maybe when I was kind of, um, you know, when I was a teenager, you know. But, um, but yeah, it, it all helps. I think that you know, obviously, um, yeah, I think it's a massive this because having that active, you know, it'll really inspire others you know, and really make a difference, um, you know, to other people's lives. And it'll kind of inspire others to come out as well. Um, so, yeah, so to, ha- to have, to you know, allies are great, but to have somebody that, you know, has actually come out is even more powerful, of course, it is because, you know, you know, they're, they're, you know, 
they're inspiring the next generation for sure but yeah massive and yeah it kind of makes me speechless speaking about it but yeah <laughs> yeah now, so it's even, um, I think it's, well, Tom, Thomas Hitzelsberger obviously came out, I think it was, I think it was like 10, about 10-ish years ago now, and he retired shortly beforehand. Yeah. So obviously the likes of Daniels and Cavallo, they're what, 17 and 22, I think. So they've got their entire careers still to play, which obviously is great. And, you know, obviously there's no difference in, say, retiring or being in your 30s with not long left in your career, but to you know be prepared to be like, this is who I am for my entire playing career. That's obviously a great step forward that the game has needed for a long, long time. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of, you know, I can't imagine how difficult it must have been for them, for sure, to, to, to take that step. But it kind of shows the progress we've made here. You know, you know, you know, looking because I've kind of looked back into the history books, you know, of how it used to be, you know, maybe 20 odd years ago, something like that. And you can definitely see the progress there. But it's also kind of, you know, there's also a lot more to be done, um, I think, because um, I think that obviously, you know, there's still a lot of, you know, even in, you know, in the rainbow, like, you know, whenever, you know, anything about LGBTQ+, you know, always seems to get, you know, quite still a bit of kind of hate on social media. And the sad reality is, I think that when Jake Daniels came out for the post, I think they turned off the comments you shouldn't have to do that, you know, in this day and age. You really shouldn't. And that is where, that is, that is why, you know, we've still come a long way, but it's still by far, there's still a long way to go still. Um, so, so, yeah, that, that, it is what it is, but we can only just keep going and keep, you know, pushing for that change because um, I, I believe it will, it will keep getting better and we will, you know, we will make more progress in the coming, in coming years. I remember, I remember seeing, I think um, I first saw on Sky Sports on Twitter, and when you see the, the comments grayed out, you go, that's not that's not great. You shouldn't really be having to do that, should we? That's not that's not brilliant. Um, but speaking of it as, as a news story, it's the final question on this on this part, really. Um, you know, obviously it has to be a news story, and, it? and it's great that it, that it all is a news story still, and because it is so fresh. Would it be, obviously, another another step forward when it's not looked so heavily as a news story when it's just become, okay, cool. You, you play football. You're my team. Cool. Crack on. Yeah, absolutely. I think that obviously this, this is something that, you know, I've kind of spoken about the media before. And I think the media make it worse at times. I really do because, you know, we, we've seen, you know, over the last, you know, years that, you know, that they've kind of, you know, wrote stories about, you know, obviously, you know, they seem to have this obsession about a Premier League footballer coming out as well. And it's like, well, there's no need to add that pressure onto that person, you know. And, and you know, obviously, kind of saying, oh, there's a Premier League footballer and, he, and he's ready to come out and kind of thing. It's, it, it's just showing, it's just a bit, it doesn't sit right with me at all. I just find it quite disrespectful, really, because it's, it's also putting pressure on the person, like I say. Um, and, 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 yeah, and I think that, you know, the media do need to be more respectful, I think. And I think that, you know, but I think that the more players that do come out, I think the less, definitely the less heavy, you know, the story would be. But um, yeah, that's kind of something that's kind of, yeah, kind of not helped things um, recently. Um, like I say, I just don't agree with how the media, you know, kind of go about it. I know that it's obviously massive because 
you, you know, you, you don't get these stories, you know, you, you know, you don't get someone like, obviously, Jake coming out in England and it, it was massive, that story. But, you know, there has to be a level of respect there. And I don't think the media have that level of respect um, because at the end of the day, this is somebody's life, you know. Um, and, yeah, it, it's just... I think that as time goes and it will get better, you know, hopefully with more and more players coming out, which I believe will be, will be, will, will happen because, you know, seeing the likes of Jake and Josh come out, um, I think that then will, then will inspire people to come out as well in, in the coming months, year, whatever, you know. So, so yeah, that, that's kind of where I sit on it in terms of the media side of things, yeah. Just, just finally, I mean, potentially including media as well, final question is, you know, what ideas do you have personally to say make society and football continue to make progress that will lead us on to obviously a better future for the game and, and every fan involved, really? Yeah, absolutely. Always looking to obviously do every every year I always seem to want to do more and more, you know, keep you know, and, and like I say, I, I feel like the last 12 months has been my best yet. And I said I wanted to make it my best the previous 12 months. So it's worked. And now I'm going to go for more this time. So ultimately, I want to keep doing what I'm doing, obviously. You know, as a group, we want to keep doing what we're doing in terms of keeping active. You know, on social media, I think it's important because, like I said to you earlier, I think the presence of social media is really powerful uh, and to show that, you know, that we're very active and, and we're very relevant and really will help, you know, people out there. Um, obviously, want to keep kind of creating you know educational material because you know i think it's important to kind of um you know distribute some educational material out to to, to our local education systems in terms of colleges because uh, kind of built kind of partnerships with our local colleges in other fields um of the years um actually i want to kind of yeah, next kind of next step as well i want to create my own podcast as well and this will kind of shine a light about you know what it actually feels like, you know, to be gay in football and kind of show that education that side as well. So that's something that I want to be setting up um, in the next few months for sure. Um, but then the big dream is is to be able to kind of, um, you know, create a workshop and, and do it at the football club. Um, I think you know, about obviously about homophobia in the game because I feel like this will be so powerful as well. And I think that will really open a lot of people's eyes. But um, that that's kind of something that I'd love to do. And then obviously... Uh, speaking with the club hopefully well obviously with COVID as well it's kind of messed things up but um, hopefully hopefully we can um, make that dream a reality in the next year because it's something I'd love to do and like I say um, it'd be a great day for everybody really so yeah uh, that's kind of my plan for you like I say sound merchandise as well maybe add a few more bits of merchandise to our, our thing and get out you know to promote what we do as well um yeah, build like I said, we're always keen to build more partnerships with other others as well. So be keen to do that, you know, um, as well. So yeah, <laughs> lots going on. But um, I'm very ambitious. I'm very happy to keep going what I'm doing and really keep going with this. Um, like I say, my passion will never will never die for this. It really won't, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to create new ideas. Um, so yeah, uh, watch this space. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I look forward to the to podcast coming out and obviously the workshop, I think that'll be, as I said, the terrific idea. And um, obviously I hope that goes really well and we'll be putting you in contact, I'm sure, and we'll keep an eye on what, on what you're doing um, up in Huddersfield. And thank you for coming on this afternoon, Ryan. I really, really appreciate that. It was a very good chat and 
I've learned a lot and so I'll be keeping out for the stuff you and um, Proud Series are doing going forward. As long as long as you can let us, Luton, at least beat you once next season, that that's all that matters. You know, I don't I don't you do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Just let us let us like let us take more than a point off you, that'd be fine. Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah, like as always, thank you so much for having me. So I really appreciate you giving me this platform as well. It's been great to speak to you. And yeah, I'm, I'm always happy to kind of speak about what I do because mm. like I say something that I love to speak about, of course. So, so yeah, thanks for having me on. And yeah, uh, cheers. <laughs> no, absolute pleasure. Anytime. Have a good afternoon. Take care, man. Mm-hmm.